Hi, this is Gaurav from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is May 31st and the top stories of the day are A day after Prime Minister Narendra Modi was sworn in as Prime Minister for his second tenure, the portfolios of the Union Council of Ministers in the second term of the Modi government was announced. Ashok Malik, press secretary to the president, issued a press release with the details on May 31st. Although there has been some shuffling among different ministries, the key players pretty much remain the same. Apart from being the Prime Minister, Modi will also be in charge of the Ministry of Personnel, Public Grievances and Pensions. He will also be in charge of the Department of Atomic Energy, the Department of Space and quote-unquote all important policy issues and all other portfolios not allocated to any minister. Former BJP President Rajnath Singh, who held the position of Home Minister under the previous government, has been appointed as the new Defence Minister. Former Home Minister Rajnath Singh has been appointed the new Minister of Defence. His position as the Minister of Home Affairs will be taken over by Amit Shah. Ex-Defence Minister Nirmala Sitaraman will succeed Arun Jaitley as the Finance Minister. Smriti Rani, who defeated Congress President Rahul Gandhi in his family bastion of Amethi, has been given charge of the Women and Child Development Ministry. She will also hold the position of Minister of Textiles. Nitin Gadkari will be in charge of road transport and highways, as well as the Minister of Micro, Small and Medium Enterprises. Mukhtar Abbas Nakvi retained his position for a second tenure as the Minister of Minority Affairs. Prakash Javedkar will replace Rajavardhan Rathore as the new Minister of Information and Broadcasting. He will also be in charge of the Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change. Piyush Goel will retain his position as Minister of Railways. He will also be the Minister of Commerce and Industry. Ravi Shankar Prasad will continue as Union Law Minister. He's also been given the portfolios of Minister of Law and Justice, Minister of Communications and Minister of Electronics and Information Technology. Admiral Karambir Singh on Friday assumed charge as the 24th Chief of the Naval Staff. He took over the post from incumbent Chief Admiral Sunil Lanba, who stepped down upon retirement. However, according to a report in The Hindu, Admiral Singh's appointment was overshadowed by a plea filed by another senior officer challenging it. Vice Admiral Bimal Verma, Chief of Andaman and Nicobar-based Tri-Service Command, had approached the Armed Forces Tribunal, questioning Singh's appointment and claimed that he was the senior-most naval officer after Admiral Lanba. Prior to taking over, Singh was the flag officer commanding-in-chief of Eastern Naval Command, headquartered in Vishakhapatnam. The Navy said that during his long and distinguished service, spanning nearly 39 years, he has served in a variety of command, staff and instructional appointments. As many as seven people were detained on Friday for chanting slogans of Jai Shri Ram, as Bengal Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee's motorcade passed through the Bhatpara area of North 24 Pargana's district where a scene of violence has been ensuing between the BJP and the TMC since the declaration of the poll results. According to India Today, the incident took place on Thursday when the Trinamool Congress Supremo was on her way to Naihati to take part in a sit-in against the violence on her party workers. In a video doing the rounds on social media, some men can be seen shouting Jai Shri Ram as Banerjee's motorcade passed the Bhatpara area. Losing her cool yet again, a livid Banerjee came out of her car and asked the security officials to note down the name of the men. As the chief minister got into her car, the men chanted Jai Shri Ram again, prompting her to alight from the vehicle once more. Banerjee says in the video, and I quote, What do you think of yourself? You will come from other states, stay here and abuse us? I will not tolerate this. How dare you all abuse me? All of your names and details will be noted down. Close quote. Earlier this month, a video had surfaced during the Lok Sabha poll campaign, in which Banerjee could be seen losing her temper as some men chanted Jai Shri Ram, when a motorcade was passing through Chandrakona in West Midnapur district. 
the Bethune College in Kolkata has introduced humanity as a separate option under the category of religion in its form to undergraduate courses, News 18 reported on Friday. The college, which is affiliated to Calcutta University, lets candidates choose humanity instead of any of the usual religions. Bethune College was established in 1879 and known formally as Hindu Female School. Mamta Ray, principal of the college, told the Millennium Post, and I quote, We have realised that some students are reluctant to mentioning their religion in the admission form. We appreciate their views as we feel that humanity is the true religion of mankind. So we have deliberately kept this category in the religion section. It was an unanimous decision on the part of our admission committee. Close quote. According to news agency ANI's report, police said on Friday that a BJP worker named Pankaj Singh was allegedly murdered using an iron rod by unidentified men in Begusarai district of Bihar. Singh, who was a BJP worker and panchayat president, was found lying in a pool of blood on Friday morning by his mother at his residence in Amror Kirtarpur village. Manish Kumar Singh, station house officer of Singhor police station, told ANI, and I quote, The reason behind the gruesome killing is yet to be known. Prima facie, it appears that he was hit with a hammer-like object. However, more clarity on injuries would be confirmed by the doctors after the post-mortem examination. A case has been registered and a probe is currently underway. North Korea's special envoy to the US, who was credited with paving the way for nuclear talks with Washington, has reportedly been executed over the failure of the recent summit between North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and US President Donald Trump. According to a report in The Guardian, the South Korean Chosun Ilbo newspaper, citing unnamed sources, said that Kim Hyok-chol and foreign ministry officials who conducted working-level preparations for February's doomed Trump-Kim summit in Hanoi were executed in March. Kim Yong-chol was forced to work in Jagang province after his dismissal, the newspaper source said, adding that Kim Song-hye, who carried out working-level negotiations with Kim Hyok-chol, was sent to a political prison camp. However, the newspaper's claims that are based on unnamed North Korean sources, have not been independently verified. At the same time, North Korea has not confirmed or denied the executions. The South Korean government was unable to confirm the report, said The Guardian. Previously in 2016, Kim Jong-un had ordered the execution of Ri Yong-jin, a senior official in the Education Ministry, for falling asleep at a meeting chaired by the North Korean leader. A year earlier, Hyong Yong-chol, a former North Korean defence chief, was reportedly executed with an anti-aircraft gun for disrespectful behaviour that included napping during a military rally attended by Kim. Here's some stuff that went up on the News Laundry website that you do not want to miss out on. The first is a story that talks about how more than one channel are currently fighting for the number one spot. With the Bharatiya Janta Party emerging as the clear winner in the Lok Sabha polls, TV channels seem to be battling it out among themselves on who won the TRP race when it came to reporting on the general elections. Over the past 24 hours or so, major news channels have been bombarding viewers with self-congratulatory messages on why they were number one on exit polls and counting day. The story, which was put together by the News Laundry team, makes a comparison of the self-proclaimed boasts made by some of these channels, as well as some sly and not-so-cryptic hints made by the others. These kind of reports, with a razor-sharp media angle to it, is what we here at News Laundry specialise in. We're a small team, but that doesn't stop us chasing after stories that mainstream and legacy media often don't deem important enough. So please, do subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. The other is a story reported by yours truly about how eight slum children from Mumbai and Chennai who represented Team India South beat England in the first edition of the Street Child World Cup held at the Lord Stadium earlier this month. The win came in the prelude to the men in blues arrival in England 
who were there to take part in the ICC Cricket World Cup. Read the story and get to know how Vice Captain Mani Ratnam smacked a wicket six on the last ball of the final match, in which four runs were required to beat the England team. The team members of India South also talk about how they managed to transcend language barriers and make friends with other players from Tanzania and Mauritius, as well as of their experience of setting foot on foreign soil for the very first time. That's all the news we have for you today, folks. Have a good night or a great day, depending on where you're listening to us from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 